the sea glass in the ocean. No, like ocean, I think ocean glass is sand. Like, have you ever seen like Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, bro? Like Dumbledore turns that shit into sand. Jordan, I just facepalmed so hard. <laughs> Epic facepalm moment, 2012, bro. Who put, Jordan, I'm asking you 100% <laughs> genuinely, <laughs> seriously, who put the sea glass that's in the ocean there? Sure, sure, sure. Who put it there? Right. I'm asking. Is this a question for yes. me? You're asking me a question. You. Who you put it? Who put it there? May I ask you two questions in response yeah. to your question? Could you repeat the question? Who the sea glass that's in the ocean? Yeah. How'd it get there? Oh, the ocean put it there. I think it manufactures it. Hence why it's called sea glass, not like Gerald glass, because Gerald didn't put it there. The sea glass. The sea made the sea glass. Jordan, how'd the sea glass get in the sea? Welcome to the Tequila Slide Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brooks. No, fuck! Not even the, the thing! I'm Brooks. I'm Jordan. What's the Tequila Slide podcast? <laughs> we'll never tell you. You got it wrong, too. <laughs> take two, take two, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tequila Slide podcast. What does Tequila Slide mean? You'll never know. I'm Jordan Castle. I'm Brooks Andrew. You're so stinky, bro. Jordan thinks that sea glass comes from the sea. It does. How does how does it, you then you tell me how does sea glass? I don't, I'm not gonna tell you why. I'm not gonna tell you where I think sea glass comes from until you tell me where you do it. I literally told you I think the sea manufactures it. How? I how does we ninety percent of the ninety eight percent of the ocean hasn't been explored. I don't pretend to know how it happens, but it does. Where does it come from? The the ocean, like the the sand in the ocean. The sand in the ocean does what? It becomes glass. How? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> do you? Yeah. I'm asking you. I do you know? I know exactly where sea glass comes from. Where? Not the fucking ocean. <laughs> where does it come from then? A broken beer bottle that someone threw in the ocean, and then it gets smooth because it's in the sand of the ocean, and then it washes ashore. So then what's the significance of how glass turns into sand, a la Albus Dumbledore in the Order of the Phoenix? I've been, I've been re-watching the Harry Potter movies recently, by the way, buddy. Interesting. I haven't seen them in a while. But glass, you never, you never, no, glass is made... You're really sticking to this glass thing. I am. I'm on it. Okay. Glass is made of sand. Sand isn't made of glass. That's deep, man. That's like a triangle and a rectangle. That's factual. <laughs> Harry Potter movies are good. You never even read the books, did you? I'd never read the books. Because you're illiterate. I'm not illiterate. I just am illiterate by choice. Brooks can't read. Let's go, baby. I can read. I just like, it's just, ugh, ugh, ugh. Stinky. I remember like the perfect personification of my relationship with reading books is <coughs> by eighth grade, like fifth grade, I would read for fun. You go to sixth like grade. Like leading up to fifth grade or fifth grade is when you started reading? Fifth grade is when I, is the last year for which I read for anything other than an assigned thing. And then after fifth books, grade? Books, that is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Just yeah. like books yeah. in the world. So middle school happens. That changes everything. And um, Of course it does because middle school fucking sucks. Yeah, middle school wasn't good. No, I mean, I like had a good middle school experience, but there are parts of middle school that kind of ruin and take. Yeah, they steal. <laughs> middle school steals joy. For sure. But middle school happens, and by the time 8th grade English class rolls around, we have to do book reports, like, every two weeks. Okay. Like, just of a book that we read and presented at oh, the no, beginning. Oh, no, and that ruined reading for and you. And presented at the... No, I had already ruined reading at that point. So I decided, what's the last book series I read? Percy Jackson. In wait, wait, you're telling me you read Percy Jackson, but you didn't read Harry Potter? 
Of course I read Percy Jackson. Because Percy Jackson was a fad during, like, Harry Potter was Harry already... Harry Potter was a fad during our thing, too. But the, fucking... the Harry Potter books were already a staple. I didn't know, we I children. guess, the only, the only reason I actually got into reading Harry Potter is, this is going to sound really weird, in my first grade class, we, they, like, read, like, popcorn read Harry Potter to us. Which is, like, a weird thing to do, because it's just a fantasy novel... What do you learn from reading Harry Potter? And, like, I'm glad they did because I got into it, but I don't think I would have gotten into it either way. It's not, like... I just can't... Harry Potter wasn't new at the time when mm. we were kids. It wasn't... Like, the Harry Potter books weren't new things. I do think Harry Potter's better than Rick Wright... Than, than Rick Roy Orton. The, the Harry Potter series is better than Rick Roy Orton as a person. No, I think Harry Potter huh. is better than Percy Jackson for sure. I, but I can't say that yeah. because I haven't read it. So you were a Percy Jack? Did you read the weird Egyptian ones too? We talked about this with, <laughs> with oh. you know who the other day. Oh. Did you? Because because I looked at this up the other day, ladies and gentlemen. There's a shocking number of fucking Percy Jackson like spinoff series. There's a Roman one three, and an right? Egyptian. Yeah, there's there's the original Percy Jackson, and then there's the Roman one, which has like some of the Percy Jackson fuckers, and then there's the. Red Egyptian ones. <laughs> the Kane fuckers. The Kane Chronicles? The Kane Chronicles. Oh, shit. I read, like, the first one and a half of the Kane Chronicles. I read... And then I, I they read, suck. I read all the Percy Jackson books. I Me. read yes, same. the first one and a half Did you Kane read them or did you have them read to you? Oh, I've read them. I was getting to that. Um, until you brought up seven things. Sorry. I, um... That's how we do it, baby. <laughs> I, I read all the Percy Jackson books. I read the first one and a half Kane Chronicle books. And then I was like, that, this is bullshit, I'm not... So you, wait, so you didn't... And then I read the first three Olympian ones. Yeah, the, the sequel with the Romans. Yes. Where Percy Jackson comes back. I just remember because one of the characters was named Frank, and each chapter was... It, each chapter wasn't like a, a continuation of the story. It was... Each chapter was a change of pers yes, perspective yes, this is a POV. from different Frank. characters. Uh -huh. And whenever it was Frank's chapter, I was like, bruh. They couldn't, they couldn't think of anything smarter <laughs> than Frank. And Frank was the son of Hephaestus. I remember because he was Who's like... Hephaestus? Hephaestus is the god of like forging and kind of fire, I think. Oh, he's kind of a shitty god. I love Hephaestus, dude. He's like, <laughs> one of the worst. He was like steampunk god. He was so cool. Steampunk has never, ever been cool, I don't think. Dude, when I'm nine? <laughs> Are you kidding? Touche. Continue, continue. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, about going back to the me not liking reading, in eighth grade English, we had to submit these assignments. Not, they weren't assignments. I had to do book reports. Book? That, a book report is objectively an assignment. That is an assignment. Yeah, but, for um, sure. <laughs> In front of the class, you would have to, like, explain the synopsis of the book from memory. You know, I know what a book report is, buddy. No, but, like, it wasn't... A book report... Usually when you say book report, it's, like, an official, like, three-page essay. But this was just... You right. had to go in front of the class and talk about the book for five Wait, minutes. Wait, that's so easy to bullshit. You could just Wikipedia everything. Yeah, no. So what I did was I was like, what's the last book series that I read in full? And it was the Percy Jackson books in the, eighth, in the fifth grade. Yeah. And I was in eighth grade. Yeah. That's so sad. So I did the Percy Jackson books and didn't read them and just Wikipedia'd them. Nice. And said that I reread the Percy Jackson books the year before I was a high school student. So how many of these book reports did you have to do? Like, because I'm here, like I'm pretty sure I did the first four in the series. Wow, that's Wait, ballsy. Can you name all of them in a row chronologically? Uh, the Lightning Thief. Yep. Um, oh fuck! No, I, I know I the second know, one. I do know this one. Uh, I almost have a Chamber of Secrets. That's not right. No, I know the second one. I don't think I remember the third one. So, uh, or fourth one. I or however I, many there are. Oh, fuck. No, I know because they made the they made the, the movie made the, out of the, it. The sequel, yeah. I could. 
Can I be honest? That movie sequel, neither of the movies are good. I think the first one's better than people give it credit for. People, like, shit on the first movie, which I don't think the first movie's that bad. Maybe it's because you want to hear a fun story about the about the first Percy Jackson movie? Yeah. It came out on February 12th, on my actual birthday. Oh, damn. And I remember seeing the trailer, and it said that, and me and my mom freaked out, because that's when we were big into Percy Jackson. I'm uh, special, so she read them to me. I didn't actually read them, because I'm actually illiterate. I'm not. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the, uh, the point being that, like, she organized this thing where I could take like 10 people to see Percy Jackson on opening night on my birthday. Remember that being like the craziest, sickest thing. So maybe I only like the movie because I have that weird, fun, nice memory associated with it. Um, but I think the first Percy Jackson movie is kind of sick. Yeah, no. One, I'm pretty sure I did the exact same thing as you. Really? I went to some one of my friends in elementary Remember school. Remember, it was like the latest I'd ever seen a movie because that was like, we could get, only get like 11 o'clock tickets. But anyway, yeah, continue. one of my friends in elementary school did the same thing and brought 10 kids were you to see the premiere of Prince Jackson. Absolutely. Wow. I saw it on the first day in theaters. We wow. saw Prince Jackson in the same movie theater on the same day. Yeah. That's before, crazy. Like many, many years before we ever knew each other. That's, that's nuts, man. That's wild. Anyway, the Prince Jackson movie, the first one. That's like how, that's sucks. like how, I don't know, I've told you this before, how I, I was at an indie wrestling show one time and a bunch of dorm parents from our school just walked in and I was like, what are you doing here? And they were, and one of them was oh, like, yeah. my fucking cousin is about to wrestle. And I was like, what are the odds, man? Crazy. That's so strange. But yeah, I like the first Percy Jackson movie. I don't think it's that bad. Um, no. Second one kind of sucks It's a stellar ass, movie. The second one is bad. It is, but it's a guilty pleasure because it's so bad and so not the first one. Like, you remember Tyson? Tyson was one of my favorite characters. He was like, the, Tyson like, was the coolest! He was a Cyclops! And he was like, really like slow. He had. And like, developmentally challenged. And he had, yeah, he was like, and he was like this chubby kid, and they just made him this like skinny guy with ratty long hair, and he was just like a normal like. They made him like an awkward rock. He made yeah. like an awkward guy who looks like a rocker, but is just an awkward guy wearing a leather jacket. Do you know what? Definitely, those movies are the example of like studios like mucking with and getting involved with a project and like like muddying the waters with it because they were definitely like, oh, if we have this like chubby like dumb kid, that's not gonna sell. We need to make him hot. We need we need we need Tyson from Percy Jackson to be the new teen craze. Dude, I remember so vividly, Tyson, they described Tyson, like, they gave Tyson a huge backstory. No, he was sick, they he gave was the him man. Like, like, he, um, he lived in a cardboard box before <laughs> he came to Camp Half-Blood. He, he, I don't remember so much Him and Percy him. went to school together and Percy could, like, never really look in his eyes. Yeah, because he had the mist. Yes, bro. And fucking, um, and he was so, like, he had a stutter, like, he had speech impediments. And he was, like, a slow kid. Yeah. They never specified that he had anything, like, he, um had any actual disability specifically, but, but he, um... Yeah, that was the implication. But it, it was because he was, like, part Cyclops. And he was, like, super, like, like overly, like, nice and sweet, and, like, he I, he, he... I remember, like, when Tyson opened his fucking mouth and started, like, slapping his gums, that dude was about to say some funny shit. Slapping his gums. I don't know, man. I'm not good at words. Neither is Tyson. We're the same. Neither was Tyson, yeah. So, they... <laughs> you want it? You want it to the go? conquest of making Tyson sexy. I should have played Tyson. Let's be honest. <laughs> Okay, can we name the, the titles? Uh, I can't name the second one. The Sea of Monsters. Fuck! Yeah, it's The Sea of Monsters. And then this third one... Oh, I want to say The Labyrinth. The, the Black Labyrinth. You're right! It's the, um... It's the, um... Oh, no, this is bad. I have to look it up. I have to look it can up. Can you name it? Wait, no, before you do that... Yeah, look it up right now. Before, it's can, the something about... The Battle of the Labyrinth! The Battle of the yes. Labyrinth. I don't know if that's... That might be the fourth one. That's the fourth one. What's the third one? Then? I don't know. Titan's Curse! 
The to how did you remember that? I don't know, man. That one just came to me. Uh, oh, no, you want to know why? Because I remember it was, like, 8th grade or 7th grade. I saw, like, a fan-made trailer for it on YouTube, and it looked really real. And I was like, oh, my God, they're actually making it. And then they didn't, and it was sad. Okay, yeah, it's, um, it's The Lightning Thief, mm -hmm. The Sea of Monsters, The Titan's Curse, Battle The Battle of the, of the Labyrinth, and, um, The Last Olympian. There were only five? Wait. Wait, is this... Yeah, it's The Last Olympian. Damn. Yeah, no, there were only five. Wait, wait, I'm gonna close this. I wanna see if you could name all the Harry Potters. Absolutely, I can. Okay. I don't know if I can do it in order. I could probably do it in order. You do it in Number one. Um, the Sorcerer's Stone. Wrong, it's the Philosopher's Stone in England. It's didn't didn't originate in England. Oh, did yes, it? Yes, it did. Yes, it's what very am I much saying? Did. It totally did. Yeah, it's um, the Sorcerer's Stone. I would Stone. say it's Americans claimed it. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, I bet so many Brits are gonna get mad if people actually listen to this podcast. No one British. Into the void. <laughs> no one British exists in our world. No one British. Oh, I, I have British people in my world. But anyway, another um, story for another time. The second one is this. The first one is the Sorcerer's Stone. Yep. The second one is not. It's not the Goblet of Fire. That, nope. It's it is not, not the Prisoner of Azkaban. Nope. It... I, which one is it? It's it's a place where they go. Oh! I It's the Chamber of Secrets. Yep. I, I always think that one's the first one, but then I forget about the Sorcerer's Stone, so I say that... So I so I always forget it. You know what's funny? I, was, I did this rewatch recently. Let me finish! Okay, 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 I okay, believe okay. in myself. I, um, Wait, before you finish, I'm going to let you finish, but before you do... Oh, I wasn't even loud. I farted. It was. I built it up, and I farted, and it, now it just smells for no reason, and it was just very airy, and I interrupted Brooks. I'm sorry. What's the third Harry Potter? I suck, man. You're, like, significantly worse at doing podcasts than I am. <laughs> Something I've come to the decision, the conclusion of in the 13 minutes and 50 seconds is you're bad at this. Okay. Um, Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Goblet of Fire, Prisoner of Azkaban. No, 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 other way around. Prisoner of Azkaban before Goblet of Fire. Really? Yeah. No, Harry's so young in the Goblet of Fire, dude. He, no, he just has long hair, so he looks younger. That's the one where they all have weird long hair. Uh, I, don't, I thought the Azkaban was the fourth. But, um, there's seven, right? Yeah. But there's actually six, because there's two. <laughs> How does that make sense? There's seven, but there's actually, no, there's there's seven books and eight movies. They split the last one. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, um, Half-Blood Prince? No, there's one before Half-Blood Prince is six. What's number five? I said Order of the Phoenix. Oh, you did? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I might not have. I, I, don't, I, I don't think you did, um, man. Order of the Phoenix. Um, that's, 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 that's some, Order that's of the Phoenix some. Is, the Order of the Phoenix is five. Yeah. Um, and then half Blood Prince is six, and then the um, Deathly Hallows part one and two. Yes. Or just the, the Deathly Hallows, if you read the books. But you didn't. But I didn't, so that's Harry Potter in my world. God. Hey, Brooks, uh, what's happened for you this week? Anything since since we last saw our lovely podcast viewers, which you kept for some reason referring to as podcast? I thought that was going to be... Podcast? You're the podcast. Like, that's something... They're not. They're the listeners. This, the this is the podcast. But now I kind of like it. No, so. it's like Tobuscus used to do in his videos. I never watched... Go, Nuggets of audience. Nugget, biscuit, nugget, and a biscuit. He would just, no, but he would talk to his audience and refer hey, to them didn't as Didn't Tobuscus do something kind of horrible and like horrendous? Tobuscus got me too'd. He did? Was it for real? Like, did he, did, that sounds so abhorrent to say, was it for real? Like, did, what, did he actually do it? Um, I don't, I didn't really look into that, it that much. I definitely, you know Tobuscus enough to know his like audience introduction and you didn't care enough to see if he actually got it. That's because I watched him when I was 12. Mm. But I, I did, I definitely watched a video about it at the time it happened. It was a few years ago, but he, um, 
<laughs> to, to explain the Tobuscus was a uh, Minecraft YouTuber slash vlogger on YouTube. Well, yeah, no, maybe not. Yeah, but um, he. I remember watching it, and there was like some evidence. There was definitely some evidence against him, and multiple women came out with claims. But I don't remember if anything actually came of it. I think it was just um, accusations and like. He was a gamer, right? He, he yeah, his gaming channel. I wa I was watching him when his gaming channel, his Minecraft gaming channel, surpassed his original channel. It's so sad to look at that because partially because of the Me Too stuff and partially because it's like YouTube has just changed and if you don't evolve, like PewDiePie evolved with the times and that's why he's still relevant. A guy like Tobuscus fucking didn't, and so it's so sad to see a guy who was once like the pinnacle, like top ten most subscribed YouTubers, like a, a standard bearer for the platform. Like I didn't even watch him, but I know he was from that from like 2012, yep. 13, 14. He gets like three thousand views now. It's because he never ever changed his. I know. His, I know. Um, changes videos. He never ever changed. Whenever he still makes money, like if he still makes something, he probably is like Kyle Massey doing bang energy ads on his Instagram. <laughs> He's probably just got a really like C list company to sponsor him. Brooks, you don't have any relation to Kyle Massey, do you, bro? You don't have any any sort of significant. Kyle Massey, the the star of uh, Disney's Corey in the House, doesn't have any sort of significance to you, does it, buddy? He knows who I am. He does. He wished you a happy birthday. That's who I am. Uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, wait, 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 before I do this, we should. No, 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 no. You say, it, you say, it, you say. It. It's the second time, maybe the fifth time Jordan's ruined the podcast. I ruin. Um, I take. A little Is bit. that right, Brooks? I take. Yeah. Tell the audience how I take. Jordan, the podcast. Excuse me. It's podcast. Jordan takes. <laughs> you gotta elaborate more than that. They don't no, know. I don't. I don't have to do <laughs> shit. I'm good at doing the podcast. Speaking of take, my brother, what's happening? Oh, I know exactly what's happening. But, um, regardless, 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 Ladies I said that's, I, let's give a quick shout out to Christina Applegate. <clears throat> Tell me anything we were talking about before you interrupted me. There you go. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. You're, I'm bad at this, but I have the memory and you're good at this and you don't have the memory. So we're a perfect team. No, we're not. <laughs> we're the dream team, baby. I would disagree. I think we're horrible and in, inherently. But yeah. So uh, this past week was my birthday. It was. It happened, and Jordan decided, among other things, to pay an absorbent amount of money <laughs> on Cameo to get Kyle. Cameo Massey. is a website for those of you who don't know. It's a website where you can. You probably all do, but it's a website where you can like pay celebrities to give like shoutouts for local businesses or birthdays and like. You pay, you know, whatever for, like, certain celebrities cost more. Like, some no-name fucking Patriots player costs, like, 15 bucks. And then yeah. Kyle Massey costs much more. And then, like, Caitlyn Jenner costs, like, $2,500. So, yeah. So, Jordan got me a cameo video, a 25-second video of Kyle Massey in his bang energy attire. Because, <laughs> um, guys, for those of you who don't know, Kyle Massey, uh, he was the star of Disney's Corey in the House, uh, a, a, a show. Should we tell them about who Kyle Massey is first, or, like, the significance that he has? So, like, us. I guess who a Kyle Massey is. He was the star of Disney's Cory in the House, which was, like, a sitcom on the Disney Channel. I don't even know when, like, the mid-2000s, 2005, 6? It was after that, so Raven. Uh, we didn't watch it. Um, and he, he was the star of that, and it kind of became a meme, the show afterwards. And he hasn't really done anything of note since then. Um, except for pretend to be rich on Instagram. Precisely. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> so now in order to make money and keep up a living, him and his girlfriend, who, I'm sorry, Kyle, I gotta do this to you, brother, he has this really conventionally attractive girlfriend who he will post, like, lovey-dovey actual girlfriend-boyfriend stuff on his Instagram with, and she will 
only posts about him when they do these bang energy ads. Brooks, explain to the people what him and this girlfriend, who's maybe not actually his girlfriend, do on uh, on, on on his Instagram in order to for, so Kyle Massey can capitalize on the little fame that he has left. Well, it's really just... It'll either be him posting a picture of her just, like, standing there, but his arms are wrapped around her shoulders, and he's, like, cat is, like, nestling into her neck, but she is just, like, not having it. And he'll be, like, in the caption, it'll just be, like, love my baby till the end of time. She's my rock. She's the only reason I keep going. And then that's half of it, and the other half is just poorly scripted, Poorly acted bang energy skits. There are so many of them. Like I'm like I'm gonna go on his feed right now. It's like half of his feed. He posts one like once a week, twice a week at least. It's crazy. And on her Instagram, <laughs> it's solely paid. Like the only occurrence of Kyle Massey on her Instagram is when she was paid to put him there. And that is exactly that's the best way I can um, explain hold it. Up. Hold up. So he's posted like 26, 9, 12, 15, 18, 18 like posts in the last, uh, what has it been? Like month or so, let's say. And like a solid six of them have been Bang Energy ads. Yes. God, Kyle Massey. And that's significant because in this cameo I got Brooks, he was wearing a Bang Energy sweatshirt. And the Bang Energy sweatshirt. <laughs> the one that he wears. That is plastered all over his Instagram. God, it's fucked up. But Brooks, tell the people what's why Kyle Massey. Because there are a lot of other different meme people. I could have gotten you the guy from Smash Mouth. I could have gotten you all sorts of people. <laughs> the guy from Smash Mouth is on Cameo? Yeah, he's a lot more than what's Kyle his, Massey. What's his name again? Steve, I think. How much was he? I'm not, not going to say on the podcast. Please do. I think he's like 150 Damn it. That's Something like, I could be totally wrong. I really don't remember, but he's... he's Pretty expensive. Um, Damn. Why Kyle Massey? Because it's not just because he's a meme. That meme has significance to us as 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 friends, doesn't it? We just like him. No, what, no, but like freshman year, that was like our meme. We like him. Like we made an. We made a. This is like an improv. Yes, and and you just went yes. Okay. You just went yes. Okay. We like yes, them. All right. We like them. Yeah, we really, we really like we Kyle like them Massey. To this day on my desktop, I have a lot of shitty edits. I used to make a bunch of Corey in the house memes of just his face plastered on various movies and TV. He was a favorite of ours. It's like he existed in our realm as just like um, a distant meme. And then as we grew up, he sl- like we just like became more competent humans and slowly like root closer to him somehow yeah. like what's your what tell tell me what your uh what your lock screen and home screen is on your phone yeah, right about I, now. like <laughs> when we were younger we would just meme him and like po- like just like sing the coriana house theme song as freshmen we made a me on smash and whenever we played that we would blast the eight hour version of the song yeah and um last year or like a few i don't know at least a few Months ago. It was a while ago, for It sure. was at maybe a year ago. He posted a throwback. Not a throwback. A, a reunion post yeah. with Madison Pettis, who was his Disney co-star on the show. And the star of The Game Plan with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Underrated movie. Probably. I disagree. I just disagree. It's a bad movie. Have you ever anyway, seen it? Yes. He's a football player, and she's his daughter. And, uh-oh, they're not going to get along. He just, He's not set up to be a father, but by the end, they love each other. That's the plot. Yeah, it's really good. What was I talking about? Kyle Massey and the the lock screen. Yeah. So a year ago, I um. Your dumb brain. Dumb brain wouldn't happen dumb, if you didn't interrupt my points. Dumb brain, dumb friend. For sure. Um. Uh. So I commented. I tagged Jordan on the throwback post of Madison Pettis, 
And um, he responded immediately. <laughs> so, of course, I screenshotted it, and it is now my iPhone wallpaper. Why don't you give the people a dramatic reading? I'll be, I'll be, how about this? I'll be you. Do you want me to be you, or you to be, you to be Kyle Massey? Doesn't matter. I'll be you. At Jordan W underscore S. And then Brooks is, of course, Kyle Massey responding At to that. At Brooks underscore Andrew. Turn up. At Kyle Massey. <laughs> Consider it turnt, Kyle. Consider it turnt, Kyle. And then your home screen is, of course. Yeah, my home screen. You open the you open the phone, and it's um it's just the logo. God, God bless you. Love to it's see the corner it. of the house logo. I need to. I really need to step up my game. My my lock screen and home screen are just photos of me with random wrestlers. I really need to. I really need to step up my game for sure. Why are you looking at photos of holes? Brooks looking for his animals. Whoa! He was I just, just opening his chat. He was just no, no, guy. Podcast. You need to understand that. It's this Brooks was just on his phone. He opened it to show the home screen, which he didn't even need to do because the people can't see. I think he just wanted to for effect. And he just opens a group chat, and there are photos of like ant holes or some shit. Someone sent a picture of an ant hole. <laughs> what can dude, I say? I'm an interesting man. I dude. have ants in my life. What do you want? There are no ants here. There are so ants here. There is one ant here. There's one ant here. There are many. Any ants here? There are ants everywhere. God, you know what I've been getting to watch? I actually, I, I'll, I'll literally show you this so you know I'm not a bullshit artist. Um, I've literally have it saved as one of the tabs on my phone. I've been meaning to watch the Ant Bully. I didn't like the Ant Bully. Ever? Yes. I don't remember like liking or disliking it. Oh Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, Nicholas Cage, Julia, Julia Roberts, Roberts, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> That's the people who are in that movie? Guys, the ample of those you don't know is a 2006 CGI animated movie, and it's it's about a little a little boy who bullies ants and peepees on them and then gets turned into an ant. So this is the caliber of movie we're working on, but it turns out it features the production and vocal talents of Tom Hanks, Paul Giamatti, Nicolas Cage, Julia Roberts, and Meryl Streep. I just can't, like, there's so many movies like that. There's so like many movies that cast. shouldn't... Like, wasn't LeBron James just in that movie with the monsters? I don't know about the monster, but I know he was in Trainwreck with uh, Amy Schumer. Where it's like a rom-com with her and Bill Hader and John Cena. And and LeBron James is just like Bill Hader's friend and he's really good. What? At yeah. what? He's like, he's just like, Bill, Bill Hader's like a sports analyst and LeBron James is just like his friend. And the whole joke throughout the movie is that like LeBron James is like a billionaire sports superstar and he's super cheap. So they'll be going out to dinner, and he'll be like, "Oh, I forgot, my, I forgot my card, man. Can you cover this one?" Honestly, that's he's, he's like he's like a miserly little man, such like a you. Fucking LeBron James. LeBron James. No, you, there are so many movies like that. You're right. I know uh, Joe Pesci, obviously, uh, gangster, uh, the the man from Home Alone, uh, star of the. <laughs> I don't Goodfellas. think he was a gangster in Home Alone. <laughs> no, but he was a gangster. <laughs> he was he was gangster. You know what I'm saying? But he wasn't a gangster. You're right. Um. Yeah, Joe Pesci quit acting in, like, the late 90s, or a long time ago, like, let's say, like, sometime in the 90s, and then didn't do anything until The Irishman, except for, like... crazy? Yeah, but no, except the craziest part is that in 2016, some fucking shit... It's not even, like, Pixar or Disney or DreamWorks or, like, any, like, actual, like, illumination, like, no... It's not... It's some, like, knockoff, like, third-party independent animation studio. They somehow got him to do... To voice like a bee in this shitty, shitty movie, and so his his fucking thing. Voiced, what movie? I don't. I'll look it up right now. But his his literally his like Wikipedia filmography goes. Uh, his last project from the nineties, whatever that was, like nineteen ninety two, and then nothing until 2014's animated shitty indie bee movie where he voices like a very small like grandfather bee, and then the, <laughs> and then the Irishman. <laughs> 
he goes from Scary Man at Home Alone, yeah, yeah, most yeah, iconic yeah. role ever. Probably. No Goodfellas. Yeah, vibe. I know, but um, Goodfellas. You just know it because you don't watch movies. Turn the Goodfellas. The most like, pute- like some of the most iconic Academy Award nominated. Well, he's an girls. incredible actor and like a celebrity for sure. B. <laughs> to be. To be. It would have been so cool if he just didn't do anything between, like, when he quit acting and The Irishman, and The Irishman was his grand comeback, but it's not! They marketed it as that, but it's not, bro! Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, has this ever happened to you? You're stranded in the middle of a pond on a rowboat because you decided it would be a great idea during um, coronavirus quarantine to get some minutes out in the sun. So you get your rowboat and you go outside! <laughs> And you're in the middle of the lake, but you realize you only brought one paddle. So the entire time... You need out, more than one paddle. You do need more than... Cumulatively, more than one paddle makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. for being in a boat. Because if you only have the one paddle, you just go around in a circle. Because you're only paddling on one side. It's uneven. It's uneven. It's uneven. You can only go so far with one paddle. It needs its twin. You're exactly right. So... Has that ever happened to you? Sorry about that, guys. You know, in these troubling, uncertain times, everyone's got to make a little money, so we will be implementing a weekly ad read. Uh, that was the first of, me- of uh, many going forward, but don't worry. Uh, you know, we'll try to keep them short and sweet. Yeah, and, we, uh, we, we don't really want you guys to think that this is kind of like a sellout kind of thing, but the only way that we can keep our, our, um, our company afloat is to... I mean, this, I, mean, I, mean, the way, I mean, you guys know we don't need to tell you twice. I mean, the stock market, so we're going to need to do ad reads like that. Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry about that, but we'll try to keep it short, and we'll try to keep it uh, to not more than one or two an episode. So um, what is, um, what's your opinion on ants? Ants, dude? Ants. This, I feel like this is the first off, second time we've talked about ants in this podcast. When, oh my god, the ant bully, I forgot. <laughs> the ant bully. Um, I don't like how many of them there are in my place of residence, that's for sure. Jordan, uh, it, uh, this is a perfect segue into talking about the wonderful place of Jordan's basement. Where we're currently recording. Yeah. Huzzah. Jordan's basement has been... Turned into our podcasting studio. And into our den of horrors where so many countless memories have been made. It's just like overall a terrible place, but it's a great place. It's terrible because it's the only part of his house that wasn't renovated in 2000. <laughs> meaning it's... More like in 2010, bro, but go off. This house was renovated in 2000, right? No, it was renovated in 2010. That was renovated when you moved in. Well, no, when we moved in, there was like a big renovation. But like since then, like we've changed where the bathroom and the computer room have, have been. Like you know that little fucking tiny office where like it smelled like grapes upstairs. Yes, I know. Exactly. That used to be our bathroom. I know. And so we've changed that. We've changed the floors upstairs to be like, like tile marble fucker, and we like added an island. So we've like done a lot. But I also think you're right that there has been like a real uh, renovation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there was there no there was an overhaul. Point this, being that this room has not been tu- like this basement has not been touched. A big ass basement since like the nineties. Maybe earlier, brother. Like it hasn't been like there are like parts of it that are brick and have these old like 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 I'm gonna like come here for a second. Come here for a second. We're fi- I'm bringing the podcast with us. I'm gonna point to it something and you have to describe it. Oh what? <laughs> like <laughs> look at this. Okay, I, this podcast, is. I can only explain to you what I'm looking at is it looks like 
the part of the chimney that's on top of the house. <laughs> like, it's like the... <laughs> The it's chimney like, stem. It's, it's the stem of the, the brick part of the, the the long rectangular brick part of the top. That of the Santa chimney. Claus goes down. But it's inside, and there's no bottom. So there's some, like there's no chimney part in the bottom. So there's nowhere to put the wood. So it's just a long rectangular brick pillar on the side of this room, and on the front of it is what looks like a a paper plate. But it's not. It's like an inscription of some. Don't, don't bring it out. Don't bring it. Ah! But it has. He it, broke it. He broke made it. Of metal and it's covering this hole on the inside. Point is, this basement parts of it have not been renovated since Holy like you can the nineteen forties. The concrete literally dropping off of the walls. Yeah. All of this is to say this basement is decrepit and horror movie esque and does not match the rest of the renovated house. So what did we decide to do with it, Brooks? Um, it's just like over the years. Like, the four years we've had a friendship in this room, we've just slowly added old furniture that we've gotten from places. Mm -hmm. And from former employees of our, our school, from significant... Like, just random, like, the side our, of the road. From our parents' significant others, from our grandparents. Yeah, like, any, like, furniture that has no home in life comes to the basement. Yep. There's two turquoise, like, nice living room chairs that, that we're sitting in right now. And then there's one with a bullet. What? You you remember, don't you remember when we first got this? It it, it, it had a bullet in it. Oh my god! Yeah. I forgot. There used there to be two couches. What happened to there the other one? There used to be one? two couch. Um, this basement was never renovated. There were mice here. There, so there was an animal here. The, we don't I, know what the Guys, the reason Brooks brought up ants is because he was trying to think of something to think of in a segue into a next topic. And I think he just looked around and the first thing he thinks of when he thinks of this room is ants. No, I saw an ant on the floor. <laughs> Did you actually? Yes. In fairness, that is a rare occurrence. Ants used to own this place, and now they are an infrequent visitor. I remember one time, because, uh, well, it's honestly not just my fault, because all you fuckers would stay down here, and we would have sleepovers, and we would hang I out know. here, and then you would leave soda bottles, and food wrappers, and shit, and pizza boxes, and i try to clean it up, but it's hard for one little boy to clean all that up. No, you just didn't want to. I didn't want to, and I didn't do a very good job, but you could have helped for someone who cares so strongly about it and frequents the basement as much as you do. Uh, point is, one time, Brooks came in here, and he goes, Jordan, there are so many ants here, and I go, Brooks, there are no ants here. Moves one thing. There is one ant here. Looks again. There are many ants here! And that verbatim was the interaction. Um, but what I think is so special with this basement is that it has held so many memories. Too many to get into uh, today, obviously, but that we certainly will touch at a later date. Uh, the name of this podcast uh, was... was yeah, the name of the podcast happened in the basement. Uh, didn't happen... Yeah, yeah, yes. What does tequila slide mean? Uh, you'll never know. And we'll never tell you. But, um... Yeah, I just think it's strange to look at sort of the place where like the crazy side of my child like like i became like i like my child a lot of my childhood happened in this place a lot of memorable moments happened in this room and it's just fucking disgusting yeah it's i would say it's nice it looks cool we put lights up like it's like it we smells have, like, a, Halloween a little better John Cena's penis. If you yeah. shout out, if you watch the shout out podcast. to episode one. Shout out to OJ. Shout out OJ and Cameron. Shout baby. out OJ. Uh, a, a, a painting of a cup of water that I, I took as I do many things. A lot wrestling paraphernalia. Uh, yeah. A North Korean flag. Um, an Aerosmith T-shirt, which has more significance than it has any right to be. A big, giant, blown-up Xerox poster of someone. We're not allowed to say of someone. We'll probably important. get sued if we tell you. <laughs> 
I honestly think that that person would sue us if we did, if we had a poster. We got a, we got a photo of kiss going on here. A, a paddle, an arm paddle. No, it's the it's the arm of like a chaise lounge, like a big wooden chaise lounge that yeah. we must have found. No, we found it. We found it on the porch. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. We stole it from the porch. We found it. No, we did. We stole it from the porch. It's those chairs that are on the porch. Oh, yeah, we did steal it from the porch. We, uh, something you should learn about me and Brooks. I don't want them to know which porch we stole it from because you. it could be an incriminating porch. Bro- something you should know about me and Brooks is that we're far more similar in ways than you could ever imagine. And one of those, specifically as has been uh, inherited from me by Brooks, Brooks uh, it gave this to me, is that we like to take. And that can mean literally as in like a part of a chair we, we are kleptomaniacs who steal or we emotionally <laughs> and, 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 and mentally take. It's like, we you don't take do- is an accusation we often we often throw at each other. Like, like you take, you're such a taker. You take things. And like you if never someone's give. like doing something that they like we don't like, or like they're like saying they're like they're like they're like they're like saying no, I think we should do this instead, or like I, I don't really want to do that, or can we please do this or whatever. You take! You fucking take! You take! Stop taking! What does it mean? I, like, it, 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 it it's it transcends <sighs> like a specific meaning because it like. It, there are so many things that can be taken. So many things that can be so taken in so many realms. In so many realms. God. So, um, what were we talking about takes? Uh, the what basement. Is, oh, it's because Jordan thinks that I steal things. Jordan yeah, thinks you're that a thief. I, Jordan thinks that I'm a thief. And Jordan, Jordan, Jordan credits. Here's like, I'm going to list the things you stole, and I will go back and I will bleep them out so the people will not know, but I'm going to list to you so you know. You have stolen. That's... That's not correct. You have That's an assumption that you made. You just assumed where you I told got me. You assumed where I got it. Okay. Who owned it? You were the one that who made the assumption. By, it, that's that does not change the fact that it was an assumption. It was not owned by anyone. Okay. It was lost. It was not claimed for a number of months. And its presence in my life is way more important than its presence in anyone else's lives, given the fact that it was lost. You're not Robin Hood! Just spent. like, oh, I'd use it. I'd, I'd, I'd like it much more. It's like that bit in Guardians of the Galaxy where Rocket Raccoon's like, can I take something from someone if I really want it? And and John C. Riley's like, no, you can't. That's, that's theft. You'll be arrested for that. And he's like, but what if I want it more than the other person? And John C. Riley's like, no, you you still can't do that. I know, but what I'm getting you at is... You don't live under martial law. But what I need you to understand is you're construing... No, I'm not that saying that you just of... take for this. In that situation, you didn't just take for the sake of taking. You often do. Here's an example. I have a commemorative cups from the time that I attended WrestleMania 29 in East Rutherford, New Jersey at the MetLife Stadium uh, with my parents. Uh, it was an incredible weekend, one of the favorites. I, I have a commemorative chair out there to, to celebrate it, and I had a couple of commemorative cups. And you, as you often do, took a lighter and burned a hole through the bottom of one, and now it's ruined and can't be drank out of. You didn't physically take it and bring it home with you, but you did make it so it did not exist in the realm of my life anymore. It was taken. I don't... Th- that's just... You're explaining two completely different scenarios right now. Like, two... Like, everything you've accused me of taking has been <laughs> completely different and misconstrued. You're, like... The, the taking that you have presented has been this. You are claiming that the taking that I have done justifies your taking because you take... For the sake of you want something, so you take it. Oh no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying I learned it from you for sure. I'm not saying because you do this, it makes it okay. But I don't take, I like the things that I take 
like the like things like objects that I find and think that I want, so I take them, are objects that I know that aren't aren't significant to anyone else's life. Objects that are lost, objects that are misplaced, and that people have not made an effort, and I make sure people have not made an effort to find. And that you'll and that you'll find a use for. And that I will find a complete use for. I don't t in 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 a sense that means that I don't take. I don't steal things that people own. And I mean, you do objectively. No, I, I mean, like, you do, like, like, from a baseline perspective, yes, you do. Someone... As far as stealing goes, it's pretty good, but it's still theft. If I steal, like, if I were to steal, <coughs> if I were to, if I found a baseball, and it was in the lost and found, yeah. and I took it from the lost and found and said, this is mine, even if it wasn't, is that stealing from someone? Yes, it is, because what if it's a baseball that, like, has some sort of meaning to them? But what if I see them lost and found, wait four months mm -hmm. for it to be claimed, okay. and then steal it? It's still, it's still, still stealing. You think stealing. it's theft? Because they, they may not have thought to check the lost and found. Even, and here's the thing, even if they don't give a shit about it, even if it's just, like, some fucking baseball that they had, it's still theft. They may not give a shit about it, but it's still, from a baseline perspective, theft. I think that's far more redeemable and okay than, like, stealing, like, a necklace or, like, something that means a lot to someone. It's gonna make noise. Brooks is moving chair and it makes noise, but it doesn't matter because he's not doing it anymore. Um, yeah, I think if you steal something that doesn't really mean a lot to someone, it's still theft, but it is not as bad as stealing something that's like really important to them. But it's still theft for sure. I, I, I think we've come to some sort of agreement here, but what I take issue in is that you, you are claiming that this is like you've learned your taking, like this, this is a, a habit that you've taken from me. Okay. Fun. I have. Funny. I've taken. That is, you take taking from but me. But I'm. But the thing is, you use that sort of taking to justify your taking, and your taking is different than my taking. How? You have told me, mm -hmm. you've claimed to tell me that you take things because you take things that you don't want or need for the sake of you have fun stealing them. <laughs> this is true. I can't deny this. This is not the kind of taking that I do. How how are they different? Explain to the people how they're different. Because I one need and want the things that I take mm -hmm. and have a reason to take them. Okay. And the things that I take, I make some semblance of a point to make sure that they're not important to the people that they take that I take them from, and I don't take things that I know are directly owned by anyone else. Except you because I hate you. <laughs> you do like to steal from me. You do like to steal from me. I don't, but I know here's the thing. I'm, I, I've never taken, like, a really nice pair of sneakers or, like, something super nice. I take stupid shit. What Brooks is implying is that, especially since I've gone off to college, I've started going to parties and I'll, like, steal one fork. Or I'll be, like, doing tech for a show and I'll steal, like, a wrench and a screwdriver and a pair of safety goggles. That's horrible! That's not, like, shit that people are, like, that's, like, super valuable you to them. You need safety goggles in the shop. <laughs> more than that one pair if that's their only pair of safety goggles and they have a bigger problem than me i know taking. but like those safety goggles where they were and what they did in their purpose before you took them had a reason to be there and they were important to a group of people how do you how do you know for sure that that what you stole from you know who if what i didn't steal it from a singular person i did not steal that thing that you're talking you about a, from a singular person but it's a nice it's a nice <laughs> that like sure you don't know for sure there are a lot of like really wealthy people who don't need to worry about that kind of stuff who who went to our school. But that doesn't mean they deserve to have their shit taken. I didn't take it from anybody. I took it from the lost and found. How'd I get to the lost and I found? Did not, I didn't take it from the, the lost, lost and found. The lost and found fairy didn't put it in there. I didn't take it from the lost and found. Where'd you take it from? I took it from... I can't say the place that I took it from. I'll, because I'll people... bleep it out. Oh, I took it from...
<laughs> Absolutely. It was sitting in for four months. That's no better than the Lost and Found. The Lost and That's worse than the Lost and Found. I can guarantee you that the person who owned the thing frequented the place that I took it many, many, many days while it was still there and did not make a point to find your table and bring it back. You got, this is good. This is good radio. It wasn't. This, most of this podcast hasn't been good, but this is good. Screw radio. Uh, screw a Scrap talk. Scrap talk. I'm gonna say something gonna rock your world, and then we'll get back to this. Are you What's ready? That? Look at me in the eyes. I'm gonna say something that's gonna rock his world. Are you Why? ready? Stop. William Spam it. William Spam it. <laughs> um. Uh, what, yeah. What does William Spam it mean? Uh, you'll never know, and we'll never tell you. We might tell you about William Spam it. Who knows? Um. Maybe on like the hundredth episode of the podcast, if we make it that far. We're not. We're getting a four. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a it's a guesstimate. That's a, a hefty guesstimate. I'm gonna ask you something seriously, uh, okay? I'm gonna say something uh, heart to heart. If the person that you you don't know for sure, I'll say this that you don't know for sure that this article of clothing that you, if you took it from this person or not, um, I didn't take it from anybody. But but uh, but you have you have a presu- you have an, an inkling as to who it might belong to, a suspicion. All no, right? that was a random. This at the time that I obtained this piece of clothing, I you asked. Who, whose is it? Yeah. I said, I don't know, maybe blank. Yeah. That was a guess. There is no foundational, guess. like there's no foundation, like I'm not going to go around asking everyone I know whether or not this belongs to them. Let me ask you something, let me ask you something, 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 you gotta, you gotta answer it honestly, Robin Hood. Um, it, what, mm, how do I phrase this? If you knew that, let's say, let's, let's say you know who you're taking from. Would you take? Would you be more inclined to take from them if they were a wealthy person than if they were a less off, a less well off person? Be honest about that. Um, if I'm being entirely honest, I would be inclined to not take anything from anyone if I know who owns it, unless I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they're a horrible, shitty person, then I'll take everything. Yeah, everything deserves to be taken from shitheads. Like if I know you're a terrible person and I'm in your room. I will take a pen. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you about this. Um, my uh, buddy of mine from chat. <laughs> That's such a bad thing for me to say on the podcast. But it's, it's so great. Like, I would never take anything that would that you would desperately need. But if you're a horrible person, I'm taking your pen. I'll take, man. like, a pencil. Uh, not even a pen, a pencil. Okay. All right. We're sta- I, I feel like a pen's more valuable than a pencil. Same. I mean, they both write. <laughs> they do. <laughs> hey, next on that, baby. Um, ooh, nice and hard. Um... I have a friend at Chapman, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to say names here, because um, I think this ruse is still going on, uh, but if he's listening, he'll know who he is. He's uh, started stealing from another friend of ours. Our friend oh. has a lot of... But I'll tell you what. what? No, no, he is. He, he's doing it. There's a method to his madness. What's okay, up, guys? Uh, Welcome back to Theftcast. It's... I'm going to leave it out. Um, he, he, what he started doing is he started... Uh, going into our other friend's room, and he, our friend has a lot of, like, trinkets, like, a lot of, like, meaningless, just, like, junk, like, little, like, fidget spinners and, like, photo frames and, like, like little, like, bobbleheads, like, shit that he, like, doesn't really need or know that exists, that he just has a lot of, like, junk in that way. And he started doing, every week, he'll take one trinket, and he did this for the entirety of our freshman year, and he plans on continuing to do this for as long as he lives in the same dorm or apartment or, like, living space as this person until he finally gives it all back to him. Like a year later, then give him, I'm gonna give him like a knapsack of like all his shit. One, yeah, that's really funny. Really brilliant. Two, I'm gonna do that to someone. To me, probably. I mean, no, I'm gonna do that to someone at school, and I'm gonna totally just take like. <laughs> You're gonna what? You're gonna what? You're gonna what? I'm gonna take Thank multiple you. little things Say from your them. I'm no. Here's what. Here's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick a, cl- a close personal friend who lives with me. Nathan. 
Nathan! It probably won't be Nathan, honestly. Uh, Nathan doesn't have enough things for me to take from him. My boy Zion! I don't live with Zion. Who are you gonna live with? I already know who I'm living with. Okay. Um, and I will take small trinkets from them, like a few a year, and then give them all back in a bag, and then they'll love me and say this is the best way you could have ended this chapter of our lives, and I'll kiss them on the mouth, and then we'll go separate ways. I'll kiss them on the mouth. And I'll kiss them on the mouth. To bring down to a little bit of a serious topic podcast, man, how sad is it for the seniors of 2020? That's kind of shit. I feel it's so like, bad for them, man. It's so strange. Especially, especially me and Brooks had a very weird high school experience. We went to song and dance school together, and there were like 300 people at our school. And like, in a lot of ways, you kind of like spend four years working towards your senior, the spring of your senior year. Because the spring of your senior year, it's after you've gotten into a college, for the most part, and you yeah. know where you're going, and you can't really fuck up your classes bad enough that, like, it'll be horrible, and you'll, like, not you be able to go to college. Your acceptance is, you yeah. have nothing to worry about, and so it's just, the sun is shining, which it very rarely did, or me and Brooks go to school for these, like, this, like, two months, the sun is shining, and you don't really have anything to worry about. There's some sort of special tradition or celebration of how great you are and how much you're going to be missed for, like, a month and a half straight. You have this, depending on, like, what your major is, where we went, there's some, like, beautiful, like, chapter-ending, like, celebration, performance, something or other. And it's just, like, the culmination of four years that are equally parts wonderful and scary and, and trepid. And not getting that, man, that breaks my heart, because I can't imagine. And it's, like, a, such a large percentage of senior year, specifically where we went, is spent in, like, either by yourself doing a lot of work to get to like try and achieve your dreams or in pain or in pain exactly or in for you but or having you no idea or having no idea what's happening and just having so many things to do and no time to do them and not having to get the time to say i completed that mm. and i i i conquered that stage of my life it's so hard and it's that's so probably, it's one of the biggest things i've ever achieved it's one of the biggest things i've ever done and you should just soak it up and they give you that time and it's so special and we have so many like like ceremonies and celebrations and it sounds totally like when there are like people out there like risking their lives to be healthcare workers or essential workers it sounds so like first world problems but it is fucking tragic when I mean, you spend like three and a half years of your life working towards that you just get it ripped away from you it's crazy and it's like nuts, man book at like ceremonial endings are really important where we went and yeah. it's just like like commemorating the times that we've spent together and commemorating the love that we share it's like uh, I mean, I sound I sound stupid and sappy, but it's really how it is. It's really how it went, and it was strange, but it was great. And it's like, like, what, like one of the best days of my life is our graduation. Yeah, hundred percent. It's one of the most. It's they make a point to remind us how meaningful it is. Yeah, that this how meaningful stage in our we life are. Is so important. Ugh. And that's just being taken away from so many millions of kids. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you do know about our school and its traditions. But in case you don't, I'm going to tell you about one particular one. Half of the first podcast was talking about where we went to school. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, I'm just going to I'm just gonna tell the people at home, if you don't know, you know, about our school and about its traditions. Scrawlnut. There's Scrawlnut Gill. There's one very special one that I think uh, is, it's, it's so funny, man, because it's so special to us. And it's so meaningful to us. But if you take one minuscule step back and look at it from the outside looking in, it is the weirdest, freakiest, scariest thing ever. And I am, of course, referring oh, to our annual goodbye celebration, Candlelight. 
Oh, no. Candlelight is a celebration, uh, and Brooks can attest, where every it's year... It's so strange. It's a... It's, candlelight is at the end of every school year, there's a silent ceremony where the entire student body dresses in all white from head to toe, and at sundown... Again, I will add this to say silent ceremony. So at sundown, a group of about 300 white teenagers, primarily predominantly white teenagers, uh, will march when around the field. you say white, you mean white wearing clothes, right? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I mean white in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, it's, we're allowed to say people are white. That's not that's true. Bad. But there's also people that aren't white. That that's also that's, why, go that's to why I added predominantly. Predominantly. Uh, in, in Let's say that. I'm going to bleep out the name of the town. But in a suburban town. Point being, in a suburban town, at sundown, a group of 300 uh, predominantly Caucasian children will silently march around a hill in all white carrying candles. And man, if that doesn't sound like a cult, I don't, I don't know what does. And it's weird, because we all like it, and it means something to us. What's up with that? Yeah, that's super strange. Um, it's just like... And it's like something we all like cry at and like look forward to and like means a lot to us. But when you look at it from the outside in, how culty is that shit, man? It's like the seniors are li- are lined up, yeah, holding flaming candles in a line. We're all watching the teachers who are not dressed in white, which always pisses me off. All of the teachers, all the teachers and faculty are just like in a line, just like staring at us as we're in these lines. Sorry, I mean to show. It's just like the seniors are standing in a line. Yeah. With wearing all white at the moment of sundown, and um, they all stand with flaming candles. Everyone else blows out their candles. The entire student body is standing on the other side of the field, and then the seniors, starting at both ends of the line, start blowing the candles out. And then once the candles, well, we're, well, wearing all white and being silent. I just gotta, I just gotta reaffirm that. Yeah, it's, it's the coltiness of it is really hit home by those two points. But once the flames reach the middle of the line and the last flame is blown out. The entire student body runs hysterically at the seniors, sobbing, and just sobbing, and crying, and hugging each other. It looks like a death cult. It's crazy, and it's so strange. It's just the weirdest. It's just the weirdest. It really is truly inexplicably strange, and you have to be there. Which, in hindsight, was a bad thing to describe to something that's only on audio. But, but we're not very good at radio. I'm not very good at radio. You're not very good at radio either. Uh, yeah, I think better at me, but that's not saying tentatively a pretty bad job. Yeah, but hey, there's hey, as as with the coronavirus and the state of our world, nowhere to go from here but up. What do you say we wrap this up? We've been talking for long enough. If that's what it is, <sighs> I don't know the next line. If that's what it is. I'm not a musical theater boy. I used to be. Oh, now man. I'm a film boy. Uh, movie. Movie. How many? Wait, how many different times can you say movie? I'll start movie. Morby. No, no. <laughs> And you just went, movie. <laughs> the fuck's that shit, man? I'm Jordan Castle. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at jordanw underscore s. I'm Brooks Andrew. You can find me everywhere. <laughs> like ants. Hey, at least you didn't say I'm sticky, and then you didn't say I'm Bobby Owen. We're like our grooming. Oh man. Alrighty. Oh, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you next week. Adios.